0: The Man Who Wasn't There Episode 6 I'm the man who wasn't there, so far as the police are concerned. But it's not just the police. The present and the former directors of public prosecutions are also sure I wasn't there, at least in what they've had to say publicly. So let's review what's been shared with you in the five previous episodes. The case against Sunil Fraser was always circumstantial. There was no direct evidence that she'd done harm to Bob Chapel. There was no clear motive. There was no weapon and no body. Such circumstantial Cases can be proved by methods variously known as links in a chain or as the strands in a cable. During these podcasts, I hope you've learned that some strands or links put before the jury in 2010 were broken, even if neither the prosecutor. Nor the defence knew so at the time. The information that allows us to say that there were such breaking includes the following First, that Sue Neil Fraser was not present when Bob was attacked. The Four Winds dinghy was not seen alongside that yacht that afternoon. Next, the lookout girl, and some guys, me included, we went there in a grey and different dinghy. It's agreed the lookout girl vomited on the yacht and left her DNA. The evidence that the lookout girl gave at the trial, namely that she hadn't been on the yacht, was false. And... Sir Neil Fraser's diary entry in early January 2009 of a suspected break-in to the yacht was not, as was alleged, an after-the-event creation so as to create some diversion. There was no blood in the dinghy and the red jacket was very badly mishandled. You'll recall that in 2017 and again in 2019, the Lookout Girl said and wrote about her being on the yacht on Australia Day with some other guys. What she's had to write and say is not circumstantial evidence. It's direct evidence. Her twice-made admission... And the fact of her DNA would, one would think, entail that the DPP and the police would be very interested to find out the full extent of what she knew. For example, how did she get there? Who did she go with? Why did they go? What happened when they were on the yacht? And when did all these things take place? But how are the police and the prosecuting authority, going to get her to talk? Well, the Director of Prosecutions Act makes it quite clear in some parts of Section 12 that the Director could have given her an immunity from prosecution on as broad or as narrow a basis as he thought necessary, and the alternative was to give undertakings that the answers that she gave to any questions would not be used to lay any charges against her. There has been no public mention of either of those obvious paths ever being followed. Instead, what we do know is that the director at the March 2021 second appeal reduced the Lookout Girl in a matter of minutes to nothing. Perhaps that was an obvious outcome, given that she was visibly distressed, wanted to go home, and wasn't prepared. For my money and your tax dollars, I preferred that Tasmania had a DPP who was rather more like those in the Victorian office. That office was proactive in that it corrected the injustice when a man was wrongly convicted as a result of cross-contamination of DNA. The DPP office identified the problem and set out to fix it. It was the same office that was proactive to correct the fundamental assault on our legal system when the Victorian police ran a well-known defence solicitor as an informant over some years and improperly secured evidence by that means. But waiting for a change of heart by the Tasmanian DPP is not going to solve the present problem. Problem being that a woman who is in jail shouldn't be there. Summing up what you've heard over these six episodes, here's what we can say. I, the man who wasn't there, was on the four winds on the afternoon of Australia Day for an unlawful purpose, namely to steal. Let's compare that with what's happened in another well-known case. That is, that the former Tasmanian DPP was driving on the wrong side of the road and that too was unlawful. Now, as a result of my unlawful purpose, a man died. As a result of the DPP being on the wrong side of the road, a young woman died. The relevant provisions that flow from causing death by dangerous driving are found in the Criminal Code of Tasmania at 167A, and they're also found in the Traffic Act Act, at section 32, sub 2a, and again at sub 5. Now, in strict adherence with the possibilities offered by the law, the former DPP didn't face a jury as he would have under the criminal code. He was dealt with in the magistrate's court for an offence under the Traffic Act. He lost his job, but not his freedom. No doubt, the path taken in the case of the former director by all of the relevant authorities was to carefully examine all the available evidence, then evaluate its sufficiency, and then proceed on the basis, best summed up by the quality of that evidence. Sue Neil Fraser is entitled to no less. And it is not an answer to say, oh, a jury convicted her. In particular, it's not an answer to say that, when every listener to this series now knows that the jury was misled, not on one, but on a number of bits of evidence. That Sunil Fraser remains in jail is due to the police and the DPP not doing their job. All that they have to do is to give the lookout girl, with all her problems, the tension and the means, but the means whereby she is able to give the full story. To put it in the old terms, an absence of evidence, because they haven't collected it, is not Evidence of absence. A woman who has always denied any involvement in her partner's death has spent a dozen years in jail. A young woman has on two occasions confessed to her being there with others, including this man who wasn't there, and has said what happened. She left. Some of her DNA on the deck, as strong corroboration of her admissions, is far too long to wait for a proper investigation. But better late than never, because the madness that is the saga of Sue Neil Fraser must. Stop. Thank you for taking your time to listen to these podcasts. If you found it useful, please ensure that others that you know also have the opportunity to listen to them. And may you never have the bad luck to suffer the fate that Sunil Fraser has endured.